We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas, online at redrivertoyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Someone to understand my ups and downs. There you were. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian. Also host the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's on X at Jeff underscore Calkins. If he can play a little bit of defense out on a basketball court, the Grizzlies may need to give him a call. Jeff, how's it going? I can't play any defense on a basketball court, okay. sadly. Yeah. Sadly. So uh, it's going well. I went to... Uh, I went to Hollywood Feed yep. and used their 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 dog bathing stuff, which I've never done before. It's great. It's just great. You go in there, there's a giant tub for your giant dog, and there's towels and shampoo and and a hair dryer, and uh, it was $15 or something. Are your dogs well as, pain, as much of a pain in the ass as mine are when it comes to, like, getting them in a tub and – Getting... Well, the problem is if you have a dog as big as ours are, where yeah. exactly are you supposed to wash it, right? Like, it, 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 You don't want to do it at can, home. It gets real nasty. I can do it in my tub, but then what am I uh, – it's just it's awkward. Cleaning the tub's it, almost harder than cleaning, cleaning the, the dog, side. though, after. Yeah, and then if you do it outside just with a hose, I'm kind of holding them with a leash and with a hose. Uh, so this is good because the tub sort of stuff – it contains them. And uh, – Hey, no, I recommend it. Anyone with a giant ass dog, um, the Hollywood feed uh, bathing thing—it's like a, it's like a car wash basically. It's like a car wash for a dog, and yeah. it was, it was very satisfying. So that was good. And then I went to, I went to the Collierville Square, where there's a lovely coffee shop that I'd never been to before, and I had a chai, mm. and uh, I've had, I've had a good day really. And and even the Marcus Smart News hasn't got me down. Well, the Marcus Smart News I kind of saw coming. I, here's exactly. what can I? We knew that. I, I need to. I need to get out and talk because, like, I think there's a lot of people, or, and I, I shouldn't say a lot of people. There's some people, fan base, media. Oh well, they lied. They 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 lie about these injuries. It doesn't change the fact he's out three to five weeks. It doesn't they matter. Lie I, I didn't. I don't remember a lie by any stretch of the imagination. Where they, I think there was some, uh, like Taylor Jenkins said, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, that he will be able to recover from his ankle injury, which is probably fully true. Uh, but now he's out three to five weeks. I guess that's what people could read into. But it does not. It never changes the fact. No, even even with Stephen Adams, it doesn't change yeah, the fact he's out for the year. It doesn't change the fact that he's out three to five weeks. Marcus Smart is. If you want to be mad because the Marcus because the Stephen Adams thing because they didn't diagnose it properly in the end, not diagnose it properly, but their guess which was that he would be ready to go, did not turn out to be true. 
And so that had an actual impact on their ability to win games because they didn't make alternative plans, et cetera. But do I care? I mean, I guess from a journalistic perspective, I wish they would be more forthcoming, but you do hear a lot from fans and media. Grizzlies, they never tell us anything. They never... Again, I'm like you. It doesn't change the reality. Now, it's true that if they were based their season ticket sales on yes. uh, Stephen Adams, come see Stephen Adams, and they knew that Stephen Adams was yes. hurt. Well, that's a different thing, but that's, that's just not true. So, I don't. Why do I care? I don't give a damn. I don't. We need to know why. Why do you need to know? Unless yeah. you're unless you're buying some ticket bases on it or something, that's fine. If you're like. Getting your, if you're getting 30 people to come to see John Morant on a given day and you're led to believe he was going to be playing in that game and then he didn't play in that game, I could I can understand then why they should let you know. Beyond that, I just don't – I've never cared. I care about the substance. How long will it be someone be gone? Did they treat it well? Did they make alternative plans if they knew the player was going to be out or if they should have known the player was out? In terms of winning, that, that's that's what I care about. Yeah. I care about the winning and losing, and as the, as the way the injury plays into that. Yeah, and then also Luke Kennard, who didn't return in that that last game, uh, he's going to be out tomorrow night against the against the Spurs. So no Marcus Smart, no Luke Kennard for tomorrow's game, and Derrick Rose is questionable. This is, just, I mean, good lord. I mean, the bad luck is just it. it right. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. Um. And so the question is, is then do you react with immense frustration? I, what I found, I think, and we discussed on my show today, was I think what it does, like Drew Hill wrote a piece over at the Daily Memphian about, you know, is it time to punt on the season or whatever? And obviously he, he said the Grizzlies, of course, they're not punting on the season. What did that even mean? And it's way too early. But it, I do think this, this, though. I think what it does is... It makes it easy emotionally as a fan to punt on, like, to care less about Saturday's game and Sunday's game than you otherwise would have. You're like, oh, what, what the hell are we going to do? You know, yeah. I, I think it, it makes it tempting to sort of disengage from this team emotionally, at least until Ja comes back. By the way, who's going to be back first now? Ja before Marcus Smart, I think. It's probably, about, right? It's about, yeah. It'll so, be a similar timetable depending on three or five weeks. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I think it makes it – it's sort of tempting to just, like, disengage a little bit emotionally from it. Like, really? And plus, honestly, the games aren't that fun to watch right now. Yeah, but, but I mean, what do you – I mean, like, if they lose both games this weekend, I don't know how you can react emotionally. I don't know how – like, I, you can no, re- react I, emotionally I about the, the no. hand they've been dealt and the injuries and everything no. else, but when it comes down to them losing ball games, that is fully expected. You should not expect them to win ball games with right. nobody in the damn lineup. But then, if you if that's true, which I agree, then why even? Then I think what it does it makes it easier to not care any up at, at the front end either. You know, yeah. I know they're going to lose these games. I suppose they could surprise me and win one and pull it out. But I'll reengage as a fan emotionally. I think it's easy to say this when they have a chance to compete again. You know, when I'm watching their actual players play as opposed to G leaguers and you know whatever. Um, so. It is a, it's an astounding run of bad luck, though. It is truly an astounding run of bad luck, and I'm with you. It's, it, it, there's nothing really to get angry about other than to shake your fist at the sky if you want to, you know.
Yeah, and I know Victor Wimbanyama. You know, some people have seen him already, but I, I guess I, I am looking forward to some tomorrow's yeah. game just to watch Victor Wimbanyama and see how Jaron fares in that type of matchup. See if he can sort sure. of guard him, get a couple blocks on him, that type of thing. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And he obviously, um, um, you know, he's had definite ups and downs this year. Literally more more than half of his games he has shot under 40%. So it's not like he is, you know, lighting it up. Um, But there are, even in the games where he doesn't play particularly well, there are moments where he lights it up, where you can see the extraordinary promise of him. Some of the plays he makes are just ridiculous, though. Right. I mean, it's like, it's not even... It's not even fair to see a seven foot four guy come down the like when he had that thirty eight point game coming down the floor and just putting one up from thirty two feet and knocking it in. Right. It's just like ridiculous. And then there's been a couple where it's like a the offensive rebounds. He catches it with one hand and goes up backwards and gets and one. He makes plays look normal that are anything but normal. But I do think I always said this about him, like because people are, are with the amount of hype that. Um, came with him as the number one overall pick to the Spurs. Uh, people want to down him quickly. Like any rookie, he's 19 years old. He needs he needs time to grow and mature and everything else. And I think, you know, the hype usually uh, leads people to believe that they should not give him that type of grace. He still needs that type of grace. But I think, you know, when we're looking at rookie of the year odds and, and who's going to win the rookie of the year, it's still him. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, he's not just young. He's young and on a bad team. Yep. Like, Chet Holmgren, honestly, his numbers are better. Like, Chet Holmgren has been better than Mabanyama this year. Um, he's also surrounded by better players, right? Yep. And so, Mabanyama's usage rate is the highest for a rookie since Joel Embiid, and Joel Embiid, as a rookie, was 22. Um, and so, yes, he's being asked to do a lot. He's been asked to work, you know, a player, as bad as the Grizzlies are, I would wager at the end of this year, you look up, they will have more wins than the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, the Spurs are not good, um, and um, and 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 so and Wembenya is being forced to carry a lot of the load, way too much of the load for someone that young. They're also honestly not that interested in winning. I think they want to add, yeah. you know, they want to add another piece, but knowing that this may be the last year where they're going to be in the lottery and can add another piece. They want to add another piece, and I think that's part of what's happening. Um, now, uh, let's go to some positive basketball news. Tigers versus Alabama State. Last game, we're actually going to have uh, Rick Stansberry on the sideline, and then Penny gets to return. Um, I, I'm not necessarily worried about the Alabama State game. What do you think, like, when you look at what they've accomplished already, only two games, beating Mizzou on the road, a great second half, held Mizzou to 19% from the field, only five made field goals. Um, what do you think their readiness is for, for next week, uh, dealing with the uh, Bahamas and the battle for Atlantis? It seems high, doesn't it? I mean, their readiness, I mean, that, to go into Missouri and do what they did is really uh, incredibly impressive. And I do think that there is a reasonable chance that as long as they, you know, beat Alabama State, and one would hope that they would, uh, Alabama State and Ken Palm is worse than Jackson State. Um, that they will be ranked next week when we, yep. you know, fire up the when we when we do our shows on Monday. Um, that would be great. And so to go to Atlantis with a top twenty-five ranking and a team that has has you know been as impressive as they were in the second half, um, that's that's super encouraging. Um, to, to, tonight's obviously you just hope it's it's a meaningless nothing of a you know you you, you see Tony Matlock. You, uh, you, you, yeah, that, yeah, TJ Matlock. 
and you, uh, yeah, and you get the win, and you serve out the rest of Penny's suspension. And honestly, it's a, it's the last time. Like, if you're interested in seeing them with your own eyeballs, it's, they're not going to be home for a while. Yep. Uh, and so you can do that, and and as a sort of hors d'oeuvre for tomorrow's football game. Um, but otherwise, I think I think you can go into Thanksgiving feeling pretty good about about this team right now. Yeah, and this uh, this conference schedule, Penny has more confirmation as to why uh, the, the non-con is the season. I, I, the last two nights for the AAC is about as miserable as it gets. South Florida losing to Central Michigan, ECU losing to South Carolina Upstate, and I don't know if you saw UAB and that struggle win over Alcorn State at home. I mean, it's just it's more confirmation. It's not that we needed it, but it is absolutely right. there. They're going to have to take care of business in the out-of-conference. And I, I don't know... What that means as far as losses is concerned, like how many losses can they take in the out-of-conference, how many can you sustain? But I I feel pretty confident about where this team is at at this particular moment. Now, you talk about it being an hors d'oeuvre for the the football game. Where, where Where are your hopes at? Where are you at right now on SMU in Memphis? I, uh... I, I I basically have said, I said it yesterday, yeah, on paper it looks miserable, but just throw out the paper and play ball. Like, there's nothing there's nothing you can do yeah, except I'm, play what's in front I, I of you. I think it's just, I think it's just free shot territory. Honestly, though, if you think about it, how I feel about it compared to Missouri or Tulane, right? I mean, there's yeah. the other two games, and it's not, it's not, I honestly think, I may feel better about it than I did about the, about Missouri. I don't really know. I, I think it's comparable, right? I think I didn't think they would win either of those two games, um, and yet there were moments in both of those games where you're like, oh, maybe they can pull this off. And so I think I feel much the same, which is, you know, I don't think it's impossible. Like, I'm going tomorrow thinking, I wonder if they could somehow do this. That's my view. Yeah. Like, I'm going into it thinking, I wonder if they could somehow pull this off. I'm not going in expecting a win, um, but I'm going in thinking, you know what? Seth is a great game. Like, I could, I can see it. You can like, talk yourself into it, yeah. 100%. Yeah, but I'm no. Am I expecting it? No, I'm not expecting it. But I also am expecting, I mean, there's fun things about it. I like, I'm expecting a big crowd. I'm expecting a good atmosphere. I'm expe- like I'm, you know, and all that's great too. So, um, so no, I'm not expecting a win, but I won't be just shocked. I'll be more shocked if Tennessee beats Georgia. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. You know, <laughs> yes, hundred yeah, so, percent. So, so it's not. A, this is not an impossible task. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, you know, they 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 could do this. Um, and, uh, you know, I, am I more shocked than, than when they beat Mississippi State? Or when they, you know, they've had other big wins that people didn't expect under Ryan. And this would not, like, beating SMU is not, you know. They've, they've, I, 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 I believe they're under, aren't they undefeated in AAC play at home against, like, SMU? They haven't lost at home yeah. to SMU. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally went to Liberty Bowl one day and I saw them beat ten, a much worse team than this beat Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so, Sure. And and this is this would not be nearly as shocking as that. So um, I'm hopeful. I guess that's why I put it. I'm hopeful and I'm open to open to the good things that could come. Hasn't the largest frustration with this team though been like the past three years? Like you see great stretches of football. Maybe not the last three weeks. I'm not going to put the last three weeks up there. Maybe offensively against South Florida, you give them a lot of credit. But you see these stretches of great football. 
uh, like they did against Tulane from the second quarter into the third quarter uh, after half. And then they just sort of fall flat on their face. You see the, the, what it could be, and then you get reminded of reality. I think that's the biggest frustration everyone has around this team. And some people will say it's not even that. It's just, oh, they're losing ball games. They're playing close with inferior opponents. But you see these moments. That. You see these moments of, like, where this team could be great, and then it seems to wither away against good teams. Well, two things. One is, if you see the moments, that gives you hope that, hey, someday they could – like, if you never saw the moments – you wouldn't have any hope that, hey, someday they could put it together, right? Yeah. So because you see the moments, I think you have some hope. And I, I, I will say, in terms of frustrations about this team, the fact that they win close games. That shouldn't be at the top of the list. I don't care. Like, I mean, you know, I, honestly, like, if I knew that my beloved Buffalo Bills would go 8-0 and and all the games would be thrilling, I, that's okay. Like, even if they're, even if they're against the – crappy Patriots or whatever else, you know, the problem is when you lose the Patriots and yes, if what it means is, is that because they played close games against these crappy teams, they're going to get blown out by SMU. Well, that's not a good thing. Then I'll be happy once they get blown out by SMU, but I don't really like, it does not upset me that they, you know, struggled particularly with the text. Like that doesn't, that does not upset me um, it, because in the end they won. It actually produced a great moment. Like Seth, Having the game he had, that became a highlight. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, yes, no, sure, great. Go ahead, take care of business. But I just don't care. I really don't think that Memphis football has to be that worried about style points at this point. You know, I think they are, 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 except for the fact that, no, the style points do not then give me confidence that they'll beat SMU. You know, but stranger things have happened. Yeah. Now, talking with Jeff Calkins on X at Jeff underscore. Calkins, Daily Memphian columnist. Also, Jeff Calkins Show, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Is it Jover for the uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals? I, I don't see a way forward for them. There's no quarterbacks out there. Jake Browning has thrown 15 passes in his, in his entire career, and he's 27 years old. I, I, one thing that I just can't get a grip on, though, you know, Zach Taylor, their coach, is going to put on a brave face and say, oh, it's, it's not over. We're, this season's far from over. But at the same time, they put themselves in a particularly bad situation by not signing a, a, a backup quarterback worth his salt. Because, like, let's be honest about Joe Burrow. Great player. Great player. Deserved the extension he got. Uh, second in guaranteed money in NFL history of $209 million. But at the same time, he's injured all the time. He's, he's had the ACL injury. He's had season-ending injuries consistently. You have to have a backup plan with, with somebody I like guess that. the question is, though, <clears throat> if you're Cincinnati – the point is to win a Super Like, they've been good, right? The point is to win a Super Bowl. I'll just make yes. the argument in their defense. There's no, once you don't have Joe Burrow, you're not winning a Super Bowl. Who the hell cares? You know, like what? I, even if you would, like, got Josh Dobbs, who's been good, right? They're not, they're not you, you could, whatever. I, I'm like, who do you, what backup could they have signed? Imagine any backup in the league who would give them a chance to do the things at 5-5, five and five. by the way. they're But five you have a win-now team. Like, I, but, like, think about this. I, I, I know where you're going with that, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, if, you're, you're, if you don't if have you don't Joe Burrow, you're not going to win a dead. Super Bowl anyway. But yeah. I've seen Nick Foles win a damn Super Bowl with the Eagles. Oh, you're right. If you have a win-now team, why not just Fair go point. for it, get all the good pieces you can, because it's not like you're going to have a high draft pick. You don't want to be in sort of that, that middling spot. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like you could have been a lot more prepared. That Nick Foles thing, in retrospect, 
is crazy. <laughs> that yep. they did what they did, that he literally won a shootout with Tom Brady is insane. Particularly given that we saw what he did after that. Nothing. Yes. You know, like, that's lightning in a bottle. So, can you? I guess. But so who did, like, I don't know. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Like, in the real world, who did you want him to sign? I mean, I, I, I was just somebody other than like Jake is, Browning. Okay. Right? Is, uh, you, could have, you could have a little bit better of a backup plan. Well, let's think about it. Who is uh, – I, 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 don't, I don't know the answer to this. I don't know the um, answer. Like, I, I, fully, I fully recognize the Bills, the Bills I'm bringing backup, up a problem Bills, with no solution. The Bills, the Bills backup is Kyle Allen. that make you happier? No. <laughs> you know? Who's Patrick Mahomes' backup? Chad Henney. Would that make Stud. you happier? Stud. <laughs> like, would that what a guy. Now? How old is, is Chad Henney at this point? I don't think he is. He's still their backup? I don't know. Is he it, has, no, he retired. He retired. I'm, I'm, I'm out of my mind. He has been their backup. He had no been their backup. backup. They're backup no now. Backup. Who is their backup? So I guess. Like, so I don't know. Like, so, but Patrick so, Mahomes is, uh, Blaine Gabbert's their backup. But Patrick Mahomes is not always okay, hurt. Blaine Josh Gabbert, Allen's you, not always hurt. If we were plugging... Blaine Gabbard into the Bengals now. Would you I'd, feel be, I'd feel better than... Prepared. I'd feel better than... I would feel substantially better than Jake Browning. 100%. 110%. Here's the truth. If I'm, if I'm a Cincinnati fan, but this is how I'm... This is how I'm wired. I now want them to lose as many games as they can. Because <laughs> I'm like... We're not, we're not getting into the playoffs. And we have a chance. We could get the 14th pick in the draft and get someone to play for T. Higgins. It's a great receiver draft. We're not doing anything this year. Go ahead and get me the – I want the crappiest quarterback that I can have because I need a replacement for T. Higgins. Okay. So I'm, 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 I kind of have a loser mentality. You know? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I very quickly shift the draft, um, and so I would be happily to shift the draft. And I, like, I, I do. Like, it, it's funny. When he went out, when I saw the news about Burrow, I'm like, God – they're going to be worse than the Bills now. They're going to get a better draft pick than the Bills. And uh, and sort of that's just how I'm wired. But, no, they're dead. They're dead. Yes. And partly, of course, it's because they, they're already 5-5, five and five, and that was because of Joe, Joe Burrow's injuries at the beginning of the year. Yes, and uh, I, I do look at uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers sitting at 6-3. and three. They are right. they're happy about the, the injuries right. that have happened within the – first of all, I don't know how they're 6-3 and three when they've been outgained uh, every single game. Right. Good defense, but – um, they're not. They're not number one here. defense, but they're six and three, getting outgained, and now they get to play Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and Jake Browning in back to back weeks. Fantastic! <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There's no. There's no. I mean, there's no so reasonable easily, explanation easily... as to why that that uh, that team may get a preferential spot when we get to the playoffs. I would almost. I would. I would. I would just sort of. I'll pencil them in right now. The Steelers into the playoffs. I think so. Pencil them in for the playoffs, and then you know what I will also pencil them into? Missing the playoffs next year. Because <laughs> they're not that good. They're just not that they're good. Not. They're not. They're absolutely not. Um, but, no, I think there's pl- – back to the Joe Burrow thing. I think there's plenty of backup quarterbacks that are, that are worthy 
of of being signed to at least be a backup plan. Like uh, Tyrod, uh, Tyrod Taylor, Sam Darnold, Andy Dalton, Gardner Minshew, like some guys like this. There are, there are some decent. There are some. De- those guys tend to play sign places though, where they actually where the starters aren't very good. Right, right. Like the crappiest, or it's a rookie backup, starter of some sort. Yeah, somewhere they, they tend to start there. Like you, you like how, how have the Jets done for a backup? You know, like how have the Jets done for a backup? Um, you know, it's, so I don't know, I don't know. Like, and then and then and the Vikings got one off the street. You know, and Josh Dobbs, he's, he's been good, but like, but fork over. I mean, but at the same time, if you fork over a fair amount of money for these guys, they'll sign. I don't think it's about them that trying is, to get a starting spot. I don't think Gardner they, Minshew they is. They could have probably had a Tyrod Taylor type of player. Yes. And I guess if you knew, if you knew, maybe it's the same thing with Stephen Adams. You knew there was a risk of injury, so they should have done a better job uh, coming up with a plan B. That's yeah. the same lesson that the Bengals have. Yeah. Now, last th- last thing here, Michigan. We have more uh, more uh, details on the uh, NCAA's investigation, which wrapped up today. Uh, Uncle T is the booster involved. Tim Smith, he's on the NIL collective side of the whole thing. I don't know what they can do to really punish him um, because there's no direct ties with Michigan besides the fact that they give money, but you can't actually have a partnership in in, in contract form uh, if you're an NIL collective. We'll see what happens there. But Chris Partridge is fired. Um, their their linebackers coach after that inv- NCAA investigation because apparently he was trying to delete evidence of some sort. Now right. the sign stealing thing is one thing, and I have not taken that serious the entire time. Know what I take more serious? The fact that we have in a calendar year two separate incidents at the University of Michigan where they have guys trying to delete evidence from NCAA investigations. We had right. Matt Weiss in the off season, their co offensive coordinator, get fired because he was getting investigated by the FBI for computer crimes, and now you have Chris Partridge fired for deleting evidence off a damn computer. That's much more problematic than anything that I've read about the sign stealing scandal saga. Well, it's pretty clear. That's why I mean, you know, that uh, two days ago Michigan was fight, fight, fight. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna fight to the bitter end. Yeah. And then they the, they knew what was coming out. today. And then they and then they just folded, right? And I do think what it demonstrates is whatever you think about the sign stealing or any of this, administration has mishandled their messaging around it and the way they've handled it. Because if you felt confident, you know, the bold statements that even from the president was making literally a week ago today, and now all of a sudden they're like. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. We didn't know you'd discover that. Um, and so it's not a great look for Michigan. Um, but uh, but at least we sort of at least have a temporary answer, which is Harbaugh will not coach until yeah. the you know Big Ten championship. And if if they get there, then he will. Well, I still feel like this ends with them in the Big Ten championship winning it, and Tony Petiti handing Jim Harbaugh a damn Big Ten trophy. Which is just funny in itself. But, Jeff, appreciate it. Have a good weekend. See you again. You too. Yes, sir. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X. Daily Memphian columnist. All of his work there, dailymemphian.com. And all of his radio work, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN with the Jeff Calkins show. Now, Oxbow is a family-owned and operated retail store that's been making waves in Memphis for over a decade. They are one of the best men's stores, the best men's store in Memphis. You can go in and get some of the top brands. Genteel, Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzet, and Maine. Um, they, they have a great polos for you. If you want to lo- look fly, you want to look styling when you show up for a tailgate on Tiger Lane coming up tomorrow, make sure you check out the Memphis State Pouncer Polo Collection by Genteel. You're going to love it. Also, if you're an Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee fan, they have that for you 
as well. But on top of that, hunting and outdoor essentials. They have uh, sports memorabilia for the diehard fans. They have vintage vinyl for me, for you music lovers. Go to 964 June Road, off Poplar, on June Road, behind the Amico Station, and you'll find a two-story storefront by the name of Oxbow that you're going to absolutely love. You're going to adore it. They have all the essentials you could possibly need at 964 June Road, off Poplar, on June Road, behind the Amico Station. They also have events from time to time. I mean, they had an NIL event at the beginning of November with uh, Javon Quinterly and Malcolm Dandridge, so I'll keep you abreast of all of the happenings there. I know coming up on November 25th, they're going to have an event. I'll try to confirm that and give that information to you. But 964 June Road is where they are conveniently placed, and they're also conveniently placed online on the World Wide Web at ShopOxbow.com. And if you go to ShopOxbow.com, we're getting close to the holidays. If you need some percentage off, you need a little knocked off the top so you can afford some of these uh, multiple Christmas gifts that you're going to get, go to shopboxpo.com and use my promo code, The Gabe Show. You can enter it when you uh, go to check out. Use The Gabe Show. Uh, all caps, no spaces, The Gabe Show. And you get 20% off your online order at shopboxpo.com. But whatever you need, Oxpo has at Shop Local, Shop Oxpo. Now we need to get you some picks for the weekend, college football and NFL. We're going to talk with Lee Sterling next. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Time for some picks for the football weekend with Lee Sterling, sports analyst for 30 years, co-host of the Locked On Bets podcast for the Locked On Network, number one handicapper for NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL for covers, and he is on X at Paramount Sports. Lee, how's it going, man? Happy Friday. Good. I'm good. Looking forward to the holidays when we do the segment next Wednesday. I will be in New York City. Okay. Rock on. Big plans. Yeah, Big plans. Different. Going to go to the Macy's Day Parade with the family. And it just so happens that the Dolphins are playing the Jets the next day. It just Friday. so happens. Yeah. Oh, I, so I see your game here, Lee. It gets even better. You ready for this? After the game, set up a driver. We're going to go to the Knicks and the Heat that night in the Garden. The next day, I have a friend who has a an Italian restaurant in Brooklyn. Visit his restaurant and a couple blocks away. Can you believe it? The Heat's playing the Nets. There you go. You, uh, I, I see your game here. This was, this yep. was, uh, this wasn't for anybody else but you. I see it. I see the game <laughs> here, Lee. Come on, quit messing around. That's wild. Uh, somehow happens. It so happens to be all Miami sports in New York. That was there you great. Go. Just, great. It just broke perfect. And then we're I have a place in Park City. This has never happened. I've had it, I think seventeen, eighteen years. The Heat play the Utah Jazz there. First time ever over the Christmas break. Yeah, so, it, it broke. My year, right? It broke perfect. You had no plans. Yeah. Like it was just. It was a coincidence, huh? Yeah, <laughs> huge yeah. coincidence. All right, yeah. now um, before we before we get into the slate, let let my listeners and we'll do this at the end as well. Let my listeners know where to find you and how to get a get a hold of your picks. So just go to the website paramountsports.com. You know, if the, someone has never been with me before, this is a great opportunity tonight. We did this two weeks ago. We went seven and one. It's a one day all access pass. Normally, seventy seven to ninety seven dollars. You can get a total of eight plays, college football, also NBA, 
college basketball, my top play in the UFC tomorrow, which is an underdog, 17 bucks. That'll do. I mean, uh, that'll do, yeah. That'll and do. A little over 2 bucks a selection. So that way you try me out, you're happy, then you come aboard and, and join uh, for one of the sports and, and purchase a monthly or season package. Now let's hop into the slate here. We have to start with SMU and Memphis. This is a massive game in the yeah. AAC, playing for viability in the AAC championship game. Both teams trying to keep that New Year's Six hope alive. Uh, but Memphis at home has done well against SMU historically in the AAC, but they're nine-point dogs. This is actually the biggest line where they've been dogs at home since 2015 Ole Miss. Of course, that was when I was on the field, and we yeah. won that ball game. But SMU and Memphis have been trending in complete opposite direct, like different directions. Now, they've both won games and they've strung together some wins, but SMU is outscoring conference opponents 240 to 88. Memphis, I think, is somewhere around 242 to 206, so they've had close shaves where SMU has just battered the rest of the competition. Now, uh, SMU is one of three teams that is top 10 in scoring offense, top 10 in scoring defense, along with Michigan and Georgia. That's great. Um, But when you look at Memphis at home, it's always an interesting spot, but they, again, eight, eight-and-a-half-point dogs. How do you see it? Here's the problem. I mean, this, this SMU team, 6-0, and oh, uh, road favorite here versus a 5-1 and one home underdog. They have, like I said, a great track record here in games. Um, with this setting here, I just think the defense is just so bad. I mean, yep. the missed tackles, uh, tackling guys high. I mean, this is like should be a clinic. Uh, I mean, I don't know what, what are they, I mean, is Matt Barnes? Is it like a foregone conclusion it, that he's going to get like? A- I I don't know. I, it's been strange, Lee, because in the two games where they played top twenty-five opponents and had closer yeah. games, the defense has stepped up. And through the first six games, the defense really did kind of step up. But it's been they've gotten beat three straight weeks in different ways. North Texas, yeah. it was okay. We have a DB in the vicinity to go make a play on the ball. They don't make a play on the ball against South Florida. It's just guys running wide open because of coverage bus. And then last week against Charlotte, I mean, forgot it's a guy who had four yards his entire career. He ran for 198 and three TDs. It just I mean, it makes no sense. There's there's no way that I see forward where I, I I don't know how this defense improves, but we'll see. I see it the same way. I mean, when you allow 50 points to South Florida and 38 to Charlotte, if they give up 40-plus points, I, I think it's the end. I, yeah. I just can't see it, him staying on. So unless they show something I haven't seen, it's going to be tough. I normally will not lay this kind of lumber with a road favorite here. But um, their offense really getting it going. Jalen Knight and running the ball yep. from Miami and catching the ball out of the backfield just might be too much here. They, I just didn't think that they were going to have this kind of offense here once Mordecai left. But they picked it up here. I like SMU, 41-28. And on paper, on yep. paper, it just looks that way. So I can't yep. blame you in the slightest for that. Now, moving on to Georgia, visiting Tennessee. Tennessee got absolutely walloped by Mizzou last week. They are nine-and-a-half-point dogs at home. Georgia coming off the massive win over Ole Miss, 52-17. to Do they roll the same way against Tennessee? Yeah, I think they do. They're against you Ole know. Miss, Georgia versus Tennessee. I mean, they ran for 300 yards last week on the ground, and Tennessee couldn't stop Missouri. I mean, yep. <laughs> Missouri ran for 255 yards against them. 
So that means Joe Milton's going to have to do something. He looks great. I mean, you look at as far as his talent, it's off the charts. You just never know where those, you know, he can throw the ball 80, 85 yards where it's going to go. And on the other side, Carson Beck, he's gone from a liability the last seven games. Five of the last seven, he's thrown for 300-plus yards here. I like Georgia, 37-20. Now straight into the NFL. I don't want to waste a whole bunch of time because one of my favorite players is the next is is, is part of the next pick. C.J. Stroud's been unbelievable for yeah, the Houston Texans. Yeah. And they're at home uh, at noon on CBS against uh, the Arizona Cardinals who have Kyler Murray back. They won a game, the first game that Kyler Murray was back, and I thought he played relatively well. Didn't have a passing touchdown, um, but he definitely paced the offense a whole lot better than what they've been getting past few weeks but the Texans are they were four and a half point favorites it's grown to about six at this point how do you see it yeah uh, I think it might be too much so Houston has been great as an underdog this is a team that has covered all five times as a dog all three times as a favorite yet to cover I saw a different team when I was watching Arizona last week you know they got back James Conner Marquise Brown looks like he's revitalized and Tight end. I mean, they got a kid, I mean, so under the radar, a kid from Colorado State that looks like he is going to be a keeper for many years to come. So I, I just think that, like I said, there's a different team from Arizona right now, and Houston just so many injuries. I'm calling for the upset here. Wrong team favored, Arizona 27 How about it? How yep. about it? That would be a, that's a, that's a nice value play, too, if somebody wants to go with the money line. So how about that? Cardinals yep. over the Texans. Now, Monday night is the biggest game of the week because uh, we get to see the rematch of, of, uh, of our last Super Bowl. Chiefs at home versus the Eagles. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The big story out of this one is, is the Swifts and the Kelseys are going to meet yep. each other. Come on. How, how, could, you, how could you avoid that storyline? <laughs> um, but uh, Chiefs, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Over the Eagles, what do you think? So I went back and watched the Super Bowl again, and okay. I was shocked. Jalen Hurts, he had three passes should have been intercepted. Yep. Patrick Mahomes playing on one leg, basically, three touchdown passes. I'm watching uh, this Philadelphia team, and I think I know him pretty well. The loss of Dallas Goddard is going to be huge. I, I think Kansas City is going to be able to play a lot of too high safety. Mm-hmm. And double both receivers on the outside and say, you know what? Your backup tight ends beat us if you can there. They are that good. This Kansas City defense, they held Miami to 14 points and also a season-low 175 yards passing. I think at home, I mean, Kansas City, Andy Reid calling plays, the best record maybe of any NFL coach coming out of the bye. And also, Philadelphia's pass defense, fourth from the bottom and yards allowed. They just don't make plays on the ball. Yeah, cornerbacks and safeties here. I like KC big, 31-21. Now, last one before we get to the free play. We have Jacksonville uh, after a just, I mean, awful week. I mean, yep. just terrible week. They lost 34-3 to the uh, San Francisco 49ers in, in a rebound for them. Um, but they are seven-point favorites against the uh, the Tennessee Titans. Is this going to be a rebound week for, for the Jags? <sighs> you know, some people are playing it that way, and the line's moving that way. I, you know, I, I just don't see it here, Gabe. I, I, uh-huh. I have a tough time. You know, when you play quarterback and something like that happens where you're just dominated, I think it's tough to come back and play at a high level. Only a second game, no touchdowns, three-plus turnovers. Jacksonville has not fared well at home 
against Tennessee. They're one and five against the spread the last six. I don't think you're going to see Derrick Henry held to 24 yards on 11 carries. I know they're a little beat up here, but I think they found their quarterback here. And uh, I just think that this Jacksonville defense is vulnerable here. I think they're going to hit on some big plays. Do I? I think Tennessee and maybe try a trick play or two. Yep. Um, I think they might have the coaching edge. Also, I like Tennessee. Let's call for another wrong team favorite. Tennessee outright twenty four twenty one. Now the final thing, free play here. Ole Miss minus thirty seven. And usually you don't mess with lines that big, but I, I, I think I. I think I know may know the direction here uh, because UL Monroe, after their two wins to start the year, has lost eight straight. Um, yep. But Ole Miss, we'll see what happens with, happens with Jackson Dart. But that's your free play of the week. Yep. Know you have a strong feeling there. Let my listeners know how they can find that and more of you. Yeah, anyone wants to get it for free, if you just one of the first five callers, call right now, toll free, 800-400-9741, 800-400-9741, ParamountSports.com. And uh, like I said, 17 Dollars for eight selections uh, available right now. ParamountSports.com. Yes, sir. He is Lee Sterling. Lee, appreciate it, man. Have a have a good weekend. You too, Gabe. Take care. Yes, sir. And we will talk to him next Wednesday. We'll be out Thursday and Friday. Now, there's only one place in town that gives you option after option when it comes to spirits, and that's Old Dominic Distillery. Whether it's gin, vodka, you can get their uh, whiskey. It's toddy season. It's getting to the cold weather months. Get that famous toddy. Uh, it's their OG product. And it is repackaged. It is it is great for the winter months. So go get that. And they also have bourbon as well. Connor talked about it on his birthday. He got to get some smoked uh, old Dominic bourbon. It's brand new. Four separate bottles that you can get that you can get in your hands. Uh, they have cast strength. One's aged four years. One's aged five years. They have bottled and bond. They also have the OG bottle. Uh, make sure you get your hands on a bottle as soon as possible. They always take care of you at Old Dominic. That's all the more reason you need to get down to that state of the art distillery at 305 South Front Street. And you need to check out what makes them special. Uh, they have a beautiful bar area where you can get a craft cocktail with any one of their spirits, and it will be phenomenal. Or you can just join for a tour and tasting and check out what they have down there. It's very fun to see how it is all distilled, how it's all made, and they will walk you through the whole thing. You can book that at olddominic.com. But Old Dominic Distillery, come say hi. Now we need to go ahead and get to small talk. That's next right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Kuhn Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by Conway Services. Reputable service, available seven days a week. I have to start with the uh, game day shirts at the Tiger Bookstore uh, for Memphis versus SMU. Memphis versus the world. And then it also features on both sides of the verses, no trust funds here, Money can't buy legacy. Do we like it? Do we not like it? I tend to like it, but I do think if you lose the game, it just doesn't hit the same, right? Like, if you win the game, you feel good about the trash talk on that game day shirt. But uh, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I think that's fun. I think that's fun. It, thumbs up. Yeah, it's fine. Thumbs up. I think some people went after it, though, a little bit. Well, it's just like Memphis would have done the same thing. Like, we were all, if we had the money to move, we would have done the same thing. So it's like, it's a little weird to go after somebody about that, but I get it. But I like Memphis I like versus the, the world. Now. No trust funds here. Money can't buy legacy. Money can't buy legacy. Well, actually, it can sometimes. It literally does all the yeah, time. It does all the yeah. time. Yeah. So whatever. Whatever, Connor. Whatever. I like the shirt. I like the shirt. And it's a blackout, so make sure you wear your black when you get to the sim uh, coming up tomorrow at 11 a.m. Now, also, um, does your wife have any of these Stanley Cups, the big Stanley Cups, the big mugs? She does not. So Taylor, my wife, has two of them. 
And I don't know why you need two. You probably just need one. But they, they are, you know, famous for key. You know, they keep your drink very cold all day. They retain ice. They retain heat, whatever you have in there. Um, and I always laugh at, at my wife because she's probably like five foot three. And she, these Stanley Cups are massive. It looks like she's carrying around a barrel all day. It's just massive. They're massive. But Stanley put out a uh, TikTok yesterday. And in this TikTok, I, I couldn't believe what I saw. There was this woman who, I guess, had car trouble. Okay, she pulls off to the side of the road, and her car sets on fire. Car completely chars, right? The engine explodes, car is done for, nothing can be saved at all. She goes into the car, and she picks up her Stanley cup, and it is perfectly intact. There's a little bit of, like, uh, uh, you know... Uh, dust on it, whatever you want to call it. It's a little bit charred, you know, the straw and everything. But she opens it up after her car had been completely charred, completely brutalized by this fire. And there's still ice and water in the damn Stanley Cup. What are they making these damn things out of? That's what I want to know. And also, like Stanley, the brand, posted it. They're near a, a billion in impressions right now from that one video. So it's a great marketing ploy, no doubt. But that was an amazing thing. I, I couldn't believe it. I guess I understand why they buy these things. I guess I understand. It. They are expensive as hell, though. They're like $100 for this damn cup. And I know the Yeti cups and everything are more expensive, but I guess if you're going to spend that money, go get a Stanley Cup. It can survive fire. It can survive fire. Um, now, um, this is for you, Connor. I have to just throw it right into your wheelhouse. It's Marty Scorsese's 81st birthday. So I, I, I'm not going to do a list. I'm not going to do it because I think I need to throw it to you, our, our local resident cinephile. Tell me his best movies right now. Give me a top five. Well, first off, I am doing a massive, we have some friends coming in town to stay with us, and I am cooking a giant spaghettis and meat, spaghetti and meatballs dinner for them tonight, okay. and I'm doing it super do you, good. Do you have good like good a famous, style. famous, famous way I'm, to cook the very, meatballs? I am known for the, uh, for the spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. Yeah, I, Rock I, on. I am known for that. So, But, yeah, it's very difficult doing a Martin Scorsese top five. I'm doing what I believe are his five best films, not my favorite. Um, I also believe he is our greatest living filmmaker. He's, he's in contention for the best to ever do it. Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is an honorable mention here. It did not make the top five, but it's Still an excellent, excellent film. You've shamed me like three oh, times it's this so week. good. It's so good, but it, you're going to want to take a shower after you see it. It's, yep. it's brutal. But, number one, I think it's obvious. I think Goodfellas has yep. to be the number one. Everybody that's seen it thinks it's spectacular, and there's no reason for it to not be number one. I have Raging Bull number two, talking about brutal films. It's maybe the least rewatchable movie he's ever made, because it <laughs> is very, very difficult to watch, but the Makes performance you feel bad is bad about it. yourself. Well, it, yes. It, you also <laughs> want to take a shower. Um, De Niro is unbelievable. One of the best screen performances of all time. Uh, so go check that out. Taxi Driver, number three. Departed, number four. Wolf of Wall Street, I think, is number really? five. Really? I Wolf, do think that Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street is number five. Even though it's very misunderstood by people, it's not supposed to be something that you want to be. Yes. He's a terrible person. Stop building your personality around Jordan Belfort, for the love of God. Um, here are my honorable mentions real quick. I got Silence, The Irishman, Casino, The Last Wasp, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Mean Streets, of course, is in there as well. You can throw all those in the top five. You can. Though. Like, literally, it's ridiculous. That's not your favorite. My though. personal top five would be Goodfellas, Casino, The Irishman, The Departed, and Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. 
Wolf of Wall Street gets in there for you. I like Wolf of Wall Street a lot. Yeah. It's it's excellent. It's just people have stolen the meaning from the it's idiots out there that think it's what you're supposed to try to be. It's a and Jordan it, Belfort's hates, still doing way too well for himself. He hates uh, it, the thing about Marty is like he hates Jordan Belfort. That's why he made the movie. Yeah. It's, he like people are like, oh, it's it, he he clearly likes him and stuff. And it's like no, he doesn't. He does cocaine all the time and he punches his wife. What do you mean he <laughs> likes him? He hates Jordan Belfort. Now. uh... We're going to transition from that, and we're going to move on to some Tiger basketball. They play Alabama State before traveling next week to the Bahamas for the Battle for Atlantis. So it's a good time to bring on my guy from the Daily Memphian, Parth Upid. Yeah, he's next, 92.9 FM ESPN. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Here it means huge savings at Gossip Kia on the Pike with the season of giving back. About 41 MPG for those holiday road trips. 2023 Kia Forte LXS. $229 a month. $27.99 do it signing. Family road trip. 2024 Kia Sportage LX with class leading cargo room and rear seat leg room. $299 a month. $34. $4.99 do it signing. And get where you're going for less than a 2023 Kia EV6 win. 134 City 101 Highway MPGE. $379 a month. $49.99 do it signing. All 36 month lease. Plus a free charger with your EV purchase and Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Ask for Bobby J. He's ready to put you in a new Kia today. Gossip Kia 1900 Covington Bike or online KiaCovingtonBike.com. If you want it, we got it and got it more. All 36 month lease, 650 acquisition fee, must finance through Hyundai, Forte LXS, PE 694095, MSRP 2116, Sportage R722 7239, MSRP 28715, EVP 560 3393, MSRP 50200, includes all rebates and incentives, excludes tax title and license, see dealer for complete details, offer valid through 11 30 2023 with proof credit dealer stock only. Pay factor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's G-E-T-E-T-H-O-S dot com. This is Gary Parrish reminding you about Danny Morrison Roofing Professionals. They're a local, family-owned and operated business serving the Mid-South's residential and commercial roofing needs since 2010. It's the home of the free roof. You really can get a new roof with no cost to you. Most roofing jobs, they can be done in one day, so this isn't some lengthy process. Just call Danny at 901-870-0186. It's Danny Morrison Roofing, a proud supporter of the University of Memphis Athletic Department. Danny Morrison Roofing, 901-870-0186. Can't sleep with this cold. Honey. Honey? Honey. You need NyQuil Severe Honey. NyQuil Severe Honey gives you powerful cold and flu symptom relief with a dreamy honey taste. Feeling better, honey? Honey? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.